Hello, welcome to The Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. I have been gone the past couple of weeks touring Israel, as it turns out, which was amazing. And after recovering from our trip and getting back into our home time zone, I'm ready to roll. So here I am. Today, I'm going to talk to you about fighting with joy. And to be clear, what I mean is using your joy as a weapon. And this is a unique aspect of the Christian life. Unbelievers cannot use this weapon, and they can't understand it. So what I'm going to do in this little podcast is try and lay out what I mean by this and how we can use joy as a defensive weapon. Well, let's say someone is spreading lies about you, and they're succeeding in getting others to believe the lies. And say this is someone, not just a person on the internet that you don't know, but someone who was once near and dear to you, could even be a family member, someone in your congregation, or just a close friend from long ago. And if your response is to weep and grieve about it, you have, in a sense, given them what they wanted. And they wanted, I mean, I don't want to attribute motives, but sometimes the purpose of the lies are to break your heart, to get even somehow. They wanted to steal your joy. They wanted to hurt you. And for some unknown reason, this was the goal. Even if they don't really see that that's what is motivating them to do this, it's just all too common for things like this to happen. Sin always blinds, and people can just as easily lie to themselves as lie to others. And if they repeat it often enough, then they can come to believe the lie they're telling themselves. And this makes no sense. It comes from the father of all lies, the devil, and not from God, obviously. But there can be many things that trigger this choice to misunderstand and misinterpret and falsely accuse you. It may have started with a guilty conscience of some kind. They may have sinned and they know it, and they know you know it, and they're deeply ashamed. But instead of putting things right with God, they want to change the subject away from themselves and attack you instead. This is a really old tactic. This is nothing new. And it makes them look like a martyr or in our modern parlance, a victim. It was all your fault. Or they could have been motivated by envy, and they just simply want to bring you down. Once a person gets into the grip of a false idea, it requires great grace and humility to spring loose, and it's easier to just add fuel to the fire and draw the lines tighter and grow meaner in spirit toward you than it is for them to repent. And so it can get worse and worse. It can carry on for years. It's possible it all started with a resentment. That's where this tangle came from. Because they know you were right and they were wrong. And rather than humbling themselves and putting things right with you, they dig in their heels. They attribute motives. They spread lies. They reinterpret. They fall into the pit they have dug for you. And they refuse to climb out. And as hard as you try to pursue reconciliation over things you did not do, they won't hear of it. And you can't, in all faithfulness, apologize for something you did not do. And if you did, if you did apologize, 
it would only make things worse because now they've got you where they want you and they can get you to apologize for all kinds of things. So how can you keep such tangles like this from souring your own spiritual life? Let's say one of your six children is being awful toward you. How can you keep that from souring your home when you have five wonderful, loving children there? I have seen women become so distracted by the one disobedient child that they fail to appreciate all the faithful ones. And the sadness seeps into the home and mom is so full of misery and distraction over the one child that the other children feel unappreciated or unloved. This is like David sorrowing over Absalom. So back to start. How do we fight such situations with joy? And these are just a couple of samples. There's so many possibilities, so many tangles. It's hard to know where it all began, and it doesn't even always matter where it began. The question is, what do we do now? If you've attempted to make peace, in a godly, gracious manner, and they will absolutely not hear of it, then it is time for you to let it go. Continue to pray for them, but do not let them hold you hostage or hold your joy hostage. Give the situation to God. Thank Him for it. Pray that He will help you to be a good steward of it, and then move on with everything else you have to do. Be a blessing and a joy to your people. Grow in grace but do not be cast down. That is giving your accusers what they want. But you might say, how can I do that when my heart is so heavy? Will you entrust that heaviness to God and let him carry it? And then you rejoice in the Lord. Remember, you're not rejoicing in the lies. You're rejoicing in the Lord. He understands, don't you think? Ask him to cut the ropes that their lies have been wrapping around you. Step out of the mire of their unkindness. Get on high ground. Cultivate joy. When your false accusers see your joy, they have no countermeasures. They may issue a fresh batch of lies, but if they do, then you have more to rejoice in. Let those arrows bounce off your shield of joy. Your family and friends will be glad at the tone you are setting. More importantly, God is glorified. Don't give others power over you to make you miserable. When you choose to rejoice and be a little ray of sunshine, you are fighting the enemy and you're in better condition to pray for your accusers from this position of strength. And on top of that, this is far more pleasant and comfortable for your soul. Do not let the sins of others rob you of your joy in Christ. You still have the Holy Spirit. You still have the gifts of the Spirit. You still have forgiveness. You still have your Savior. This is what pleases God. Joy is a weapon. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So practice using it. Your enemies or your adversaries cannot touch your joy unless you let them. So don't do it. I hope this is helpful for you in some way or other. Blessings on your week. Thanks so much for joining me. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. 